0: hey welcome to in this space my
1: name is anthony barco Hey,
0: and i am amaris Aeon, aka triple a all day and we are from the the heart heart. so anthony tell us what are we here for well in this space we're
1: gonna talk about uh talk about the church we're gonna talk about testimonials uh, we're going to do our very best to encourage you At least monthly We got jobs You know what I'm saying So you know we got to make that time for y'all But um, we're going to talk about social issues too, so.
0: so what we're saying is is That we're going to try to create a safe space For us to have healthy conversations Whether it's about the world Whether it's about church Or even just faith Family fun And fun Okay. So on that note
1: We'll catch you on the next episode.
0: All right. Here we go. Hey, hey, hey. We're back. We
1: are back. We didn't get canceled.
0: Oh, Jesus said, did not say no. Yes. He said Yes. Yes. So here we are. Welcome back. Thank you, everyone, for listening with us.
1: Appreciate you guys.
0: Yes. And all the, the compliments and guidance and critiques. Yes, definitely. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. The love um, is real. <laughs> it really is. It really is. <clears throat> so I'm excited for today's topic. What about uh, you?
1: Guys? Listen, it's a I feel like we're already swinging for the fences.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh yes, we are. So yeah. this is here we go. I, I, you know what, we're not even gonna stall. Let's just let's just get into it. So Anthony, what are we talking about today?
1: We're gonna talk about codependency in the church. So we're
0: going hit hard.
1: We're going to hit hard. We're 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 going for this major topic. It's a big topic. It may from the outside looking in it may not seem like it's a big topic but when we dive in and dive deeper Mm -hmm. as far as you know just being in this space we want to talk about things that's really happening like things that we don't know we're thinking about or yeah it's this is a a big topic
0: this this is a big topic um and definitely something that is not new it is not an it's not a new topic it's something i know for a fact me personally i've seen it in many different churches or um church families. Um it, it is um something that does come up.
1: Yeah, I don't think it's said as it's ever been said like this, mm-hmm. but it's always a discussion talked about.
0: hmm It's something and I feel like it's something that we can grow from, right? Yep. Right, right. So how about let's let's break this this whole codependency in the church. Let's talk, let's talk about codependency in general. Personally, I don't like the C word, <laughs> but Anthony, can you break down what codependency is?
1: Yeah. um, It is an emotional and behavioral condition that affects an individual's ability to have a healthy, mutual, satisfying relationship.
0: Mm, Mutual. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: I just threw out like a a bunch of words. Yeah. I'm going to try to explain this. Okay. Break it down.
0: So, okay. So breaking it down in a sense of like, what does this look like? Yes. Okay. So, okay. So yes, I do better when you, when you give the visual. Okay. How does this look like?
1: Got you. Got you. Okay. Um, like we're swinging big. So yeah. I'm talking about myself when I say this first one, people pleasing.
0: Preach to the choir. Yep.
1: <laughs> people pleasing. Mm-hmm. If you find yourself just people. Yeah. That's within itself with number two, a uh, lack of boundaries. Mm. so creating healthy boundaries i don't know
0: do you know about that book that came out yes i <laughs> i'm still on chapter 4 we are slowly for the past maybe 2 years working through that yes
1: i get convicted looking at the beginning of the book so <laughs> that's where i'm at uh, um another way of codependency pulled po- uh poor self esteem mm mm-hmm. um caretaking is another one it's a major sign of codependency it's like when you feel like you have to take care of everyone all the time Mm. you know like um another one is reactivity so it's similar to caretaking but reactivity is literally something happens and you're reacting to the situation and you're taking care of it still not feeling like no one else is going to do it
0: Mm-hmm. Or um, or or that you're gonna be able to do it best. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah,
1: yeah. Poor communication. Mm. I feel like all of these are like rolling into each other. Uh poor communication, just not being able to effectively communicate your need. Mm-hmm. Um, or it being reciprocated. Um you have this is a big one. Dependency. Mm. Mm. Who would have known? Dependency. Who
0: would have known? Go figure. I mean, figure. It's, not
1: like, it's not like it says codependency. <laughs> yes. <sighs> uh, but the last one is relationship stress. Mm. Now, if you're thinking about relationship stress, relationship stress can, um, you can relate to it if you're stressed out from a parent, um, a spouse, a child, mm-hmm. uh, even Friendships.
0: Yes, this those is those
1: can cause relationship stress just at the end of the day you're there's a need that's not being filled.
0: Mhm.
1: And all of these examples. Mhm. Oh yeah. yeah.
0: So that's wow, that's that's a that's a great picture of what codependency looks like. You picking okay. up what I'm putting down? I got I got it, yo, right behind okay. you. Yes. Okay. okay. Okay, so so this is what codependency looks like as a whole.
1: Yeah. So can you talk about it, what it means in the for the church?
0: I got you. I got you. That's my turn. All right. So codependency in the church is very similar to what Anthony has said. So we're we just trying to throw some knowledge out here for you guys, for we have a, a good understanding that it's not only coming from us. So we do want to give um, credit to a lot of the sources that we use yes. um, when it comes to this information. So this one is from PastorSoul.com. And the definition for codependency in the church um, that has been established is excessive spiritual, emotional, and psychological reliance on a person or a group. Mm. Okay? Y'all getting that?
1: Okay. Can you break a little bit down as if I was a (laughs) five-year-old? Yes. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yes, I can. (laughs) So what this what this tends to look like it has a lot of what anthony has spoken about the key components of you know low self-esteem um you know lack of you know communication things Mm -hmm. like that like a lot of what he said but then if we're looking at it as a church some of the behaviors that we tend to see are over responsibilities you know i don't know about you i am a I love to serve, but over responsibilities are pretty much just helping in so many different ways, um, being in many different ministry, and pretty much you identify as that role.
1: Yeah, you like pretty much you. So what you're saying is like you stretch yourself, stretch yourself, you stretch yourself, then you're you're stretching yourself too so thin that you're not really helping. You may be helping the church, but you're not necessarily helping yourself.
0: Correct. So, it's okay. so, so, you know, healthy, it's healthy to help in the church, but not to the point that, you know, what you're doing becomes your identity mm. and, and, you know, you're doing so many things. So again, too much of something is not always good. Right. So another one, which I'm going to read the definition for, for this one, because it took me a minute manipulation. Right. Okay. So um, in, a codependent, in a codependent church, manipulation is the way to get something done. In this type of church, giving money is not a free act of worship, but a demand and a standard which is holy, which holiness is measured. So this is an example of what manipulation could look like in a church.
1: Okay. Okay. So, so is it safe to say, depending on your, your spirituality and as far as where you are in faith? like how you may look at that differently? Yes.
0: Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That
1: That's fair. I just want to keep that. Like you said, this is uh, like you started the podcast. This is a matter of perspective and mm-hmm. keep that open. So we're not, we're not out here trying to tell people don't give money to the church. We're no. not doing that. That's not, that's not what we're saying at all. So
0: but um, i know but i know that that topic within itself is a hot button.
1: Oh, it is a hot button. Maybe we can visit that later, but you know, right yes. now we're
0: going to stay on the topic. Yes, 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 yes. So let me finish this up. So, um the hiding of conflict, conflict. So we, you know, so conflict can happen in the church. How we deal with it is really important. Are we dealing with it in a biblical standard or are we just avoiding it and not acknowledging it? or um, addressing it not in a healthy way so hiding of conflict is another form of codependency as well as lack of intimacy you know Mm -hmm. not being able to share with people and dig deeper and build on those relationships so this is including that what we've discussed already with codependency this is what codependency tends to look like in the church here these are some of the examples for that
1: yeah, you know, um it, it makes me think of my example that I have in as far as caretaking goes. Um, yeah, I think that is a real one. Caretaking for me.
0: So what so what does that mean, Anthony? When you when you say caretaking on the pastor, what does that look like? Well give us an example.
1: Um, feeling like I had to always be there for him and um you know, making sure like his knees was good before mine and whether, whether it be like, not just in church or, you know, um, not just giving him water or giving, giving certain things, but it was more of like, okay, you know what? I'm going to do this to, I'm going to do something today. Let me check with, let me check with the pastor first. Let me, let me see what he, let me see what he's doing. Like it was, it can be like, mind wrap you know what i mean
0: so pretty much it went from you thinking on your own and making decisions where and it went straight to like oh i gotta ask the pastors to see if this if this if this is okay right 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 so 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 it became a thing where you had to run things through him right okay okay which okay which it, it, it sounds like that um he was the one who was guiding you versus you bring you versus God yeah versus you bringing it up to God and relying on his word
1: yeah and and let me just say like my relationship now is like before I came at like a um disciple you know I struggled I struggled with that and like um the, the lead evangelist now like I feel like I'm I'm cool with him but like and Tim is our Event uh, lead evangelist of of the heart, um, great dude. But he doesn't even want to be called evangelist. He's like, yo, just call me Tim.
0: He really, he really, he really does. <laughs> He's just he, like,
1: just go, just call me Tim. such, and such what, a humble what's, man. Amen. What's great about that is, you know, it leaves me in the space where it's like, okay, am I, am I just trying to be friends? If I'm really just trying to be his friend or his brother, but he, he never wants me to like. You know, follow him. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I I I love the relationship that I have with him. Um, I'm not saying that we're, you know, co- you know, cooler than the other side of the pillow. <laughs> it's it's more of a you good brother. You need anything? What am I praying for? I got you, and that's it. And like, and if if we hang out, we hang out, and I and I love it because it it, it holds me accountable and it's holding him accountable. And, and, and like i I appreciate that
0: no that 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 is that is definitely really good. I will say that day. um our leadership has has a great way um of showing us of um leading us back to God. yeah, you know, I, I remember you know it's it's inter- it's interesting because when I've spoken to his wife and you know like you know, well what does the word say or even when I speak to my disciple for those who don't know, understand that term, um, discipler is honestly someone who, my interpretation is, you know, your disciple is someone who spiritually guides you. And, um, you know, when I speak to my discipler, you know, I'll, I'll talk about very same approach that I approach with, with, with anyone who I'm seeking wisdom from is, you know, I'm going through this situation and, you know, I'm really frustrated or I'm, I'm saddened or whatever feeling that I'm feeling at that moment. And, usually their their approaches it's not like oh hey can i give you the answer but hey um what does the word say and what do you get from the word and i think and i think it's such a it's it's a great way to hold hold us accountable or hold me accountable for you know hey have you talked to god about this have we prayed about this you know like you know what does the word say have you sought this out before coming to me you know you know and and i think and that's very healthy because at the end of the day you know my brothers and sisters can come in with lots of wisdom and they can come in with knowledge and experience but at the end of the day where god wants me and where he wants to take me not everybody's privy to that information Mm -hmm. and not everybody's privy to that experience of where of of what I'm feeling. Cause you know, it also depends on how open you are as well. But I, I think that's the, one of the most encouraging thing too, because it's, it's not only, it's, it's not only, you know, one sided, it's, it's, it's both sided, you know, because if in, in the event, you know, my, my leaders come to me and they're asking me a question, whether it's in profession or anything like that, um, you know, I could sit here and give them the answer, but then at the end of the day, the most important word or, um thought or even just to consider is what does God say in regard to this, you know? And um, you know, to kind of put in my story um on how I was think, you know, when I think of codependency, yeah. is let, let's just be honest, I don't like the word codependency. Not he, but <laughs> through my pand- <laughs> through my pandemic, um what is it called? My pandemic journey, um I've learned that I struggle with codependency and and it's a codependency of seeking approval a codependency of you know um relying on someone else's word versus mine putting my needs above some putting my needs you know putting their needs above mine yeah. and i noticed that so this happened heavily when i was in my old church where um there was a point in time where my family moved from connecticut so we're born raised here in Connecticut, but excuse me i moved from connecticut we moved to arizona so we were away from connecticut for about six years six six and a half years we were away from connecticut and when Mm -hmm. we came when we came back to connecticut um i was i was a teenager at this point i want to say tweens no yeah like like 12 13 years old and when you're a 12 13 year old um in the eighth grade you've gone to two different middle schools in two different states at this point you're seeking love you're seeking acceptance you're seeking familiarity right and when you're coming back home you're you're your my my thought was like i'm coming back home i'm coming back home to my state i'm coming back home to my town i'm coming back home to my church yeah you know you know cuz i was raised in church and i and i knew that If anything else went wrong, it would be my church. Like, I'm coming back home. And so when I came back home, um, it was difficult. It was a difficult adjustment because, you know, I wasn't the same person anymore. I wasn't the same seven-year-old little girl that left Mm. to to come back to this. I mean, to come back here as, like, more or less, you know, a woman, you know, growing and a young lady. Young lady growing and then... I struggled, you know, building relationships in my in my church at the time, you know, just even finding a friend. That was a big deal for me. It was just finding a friend. And then there was, you know, fast forward a couple of years or whatever the case may be. And um, I find a leader who, you know, it was a really, really dark time. I think at that time I was dealing with depression. And um, when I was dealing with depression, she was a person who saw me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, you know, I would wear long, you know, I would wear dark clothes. And I was a, I was a walk. I used to walk with my head down. And one day, you know, she, she stopped me and we just ended up having a casual conversation because I just happened to be at the church for some apparent reason. And she was like, you know, I noticed you. And when she noticed me, she, she, she pointed out things that she noticed about me. And to me that, that felt like, wow, you, you see me. You know, I'm not doing this alone. like i'm I'm thinking nobody cares, right? right,
1: right at, at right. the
0: at this point, nobody cares. nobody sees me, and this person saw me, right? So, um, this leader saw me for who I was and started working with me and really encouraged me to really, you know, see God for who it was and you know, who it is in the church and you know, spoke to me and really spoke life into my identity in Christ, right? So right. we were we were focused on that because I was struggling with my identity in Christ, and you know, we I became very. I held on to that. I held on to that feeling of being seen, and in the midst of all that, right? I lost. I didn't. I I, I became because this person was so was was so available to me. I went to her for, for her opinion. I saw, you know, any direction that I needed to go was by, by them, you know, whenever they would challenge me to something, you know, I'm thinking like, this is from God, you know, like you're challenging me to step out. You're challenging me to be bold. You're challenging me to do these things, which is not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing at all. It was that, that situation was not a bad thing. It was when she, when circumstances changed and she was no longer my leader and then she was no longer in the church with us and she went to another church is when I realized the heaviness codependency that I had on her mm. and how, how it impacted me. And I felt like my earth shattered. Like I felt like I was alone again versus versus if, if, if my focus was on God and you know, that that relationship was not only, you know, between me and me and her, but it was between us three. Yeah. Mainly with God. You know, I probably would have felt a little bit different. I probably would have saw things a little bit different. And it, and it's not like he wasn't incorporated into it, but because I desperately needed that um, attention. Right. Right. It she gave me that validation she gave me that validation exactly she gave me that validation that i wanted and when 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 they left out of you know and they transitioned to a, a, a to a different church i was i was heartbroken i felt so lost i was like it was just it was it was like somebody died right you know and i didn't know how to move forward i didn't know how to function it was just it was just the craziest thing and 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 thinking back, you know, when we were, when I was thinking about this topic, I was like, I was very codependent on her, Yeah. you know, I was, I, and, and, the, and it's just in, in the same thing, you know, even looking at the different types of leaderships that I've had, whether in my job, whether in my, um, I, I, whether in my, you know, um, in school, Yeah. I realized that certain people's opinions, like if I, if there was something about you that I gravitated to. You know, there was something that I admired about you and you gave, you know, I started confusing the, you know, the, you know, the, the, the wisdom, the, um, acknowledgement, um, every, and, you know, and just even their like like I, it became a thing, like they became my idol. Mm-hmm. That's really what it did. Like she became an idol to me, you know, and we, we all know that God doesn't like idols, let right. alone that if it isn't him, you know? She became my idol, my leadership, you know, whoever gave me attention, it's unfortunate, but it is what it is. Whoever gave me attention and tried to push me to be a better person, that person became my idol and that became the voice for me. That's, 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 that, that was my experience with that. And then as I grew older and I realized because. Somehow, in my mind, they would fail. Like they either the relationship would end, we would have a disagreement, or they would like move, or um, I would move, or anything like that. The it, it, it wasn't healthy, <laughs> yeah. and whenever somebody didn't, or whenever somebody didn't meet my expectation, they and they failed.
1: Yeah, I can I can relate, and it kind of made me think of another way I've I was dependent on leadership in the sense of you ever did in school a group project Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: I don't I'm 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 going to I'm not going to confirm or deny if I was the person that was in the group and there was the person that did all the work and then there was also a person that did some of the work
0: Mm -hmm. and then
1: the person that just showed up so who were you I just said I'm not going to confirm or deny it. No, okay, I'm sorry. A, I yeah, try that. to
0: try to get him to say it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even. know. Um,
1: but I could feel like I was the person that was just showing up just to get the A, mm. and I feel like that dependency is the the leadership. You know, you know, guiding our relationship with God, doing all the, you know, they're doing all the work, and I just want to show up and let. God be God and not do any work. And if you have been building your relationship with God, you know, it takes work, you know, mm. it takes communication, Amen. you know, it takes these things that you have to drag out of yourself to be closer to, um, you know, have conviction to mm-hmm. seek God. And it's easy when you, Go to a uh, su- Sunday service sermon, and you hear that, and you're convicted, and you do nothing with it. Mm-hmm. That's that's a type of dependency because you're just like, okay, I'm just going to leave it here, and I'll be that person that just wants to get the A because I showed up,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: you and you know, you know, I say I've been like that with my relationship with God. I've been like that where I felt like. You know, I'm going to do some work today, but I'm not going to do the work required to be better in him. Mm. So it's and and it, again, like I see myself and I've done that. And if we're talking real, I can still do that. Depends on the Sunday. If I'm if I just worked a 12 hour shift and I'm coming to church, I'm like, well, Lord, I showed up. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, let me let me depend on this sermon. Let me depend on the work that 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 servant did to seek your face to to let him guide these words to speak through me. But I'm not going to apply it to your people like I've done. Like I've done that. I've been that person, and um, it's a it's a real place. And like when you were speaking, it just made me think. Of that uh, that analogy
0: <laughs> yeah no it, 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 <clears throat> it, it it's it's wow that's 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 so awesome and, it, and, and it's true like i i feel like when it comes to you know this topic alone you can go many different ways because i think when we when we take when we when we lose when we take our dependency on God, I'm sorry the words are not coming out today. But when we Remix. take our- <laughs> <laughs> when we take our dependency from God, right? Yeah. It can it, it it can lead it can lead us astray in so many different ways. So like I had the question like why is this important, right? And when we and when I remember you know you and I talking about this and how we can touch on many different way different topics up with this you know like you know this can lead to you know leading and believing false prophecy or this can lead this can lead into um you know um relationships that are not healthy you yeah. know um because it can be very draining just to put a lot of your things on one person you know right. god you know we're a body we're here to share the load you know and 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 like like we said you know this isn't to take away from our leaders or, or anything like that but understanding that this is a relationship not only with our leaders but it's Mm -hmm. a really but it has to start with God it has to begin and end with God in your relationship with God and I'm glad that you pointed out that you know we have to put work into this um who likes to do work ain't nobody dream about working
1: (laughs) yeah like it's an examination of ourselves and how many times do we like to hear bad things about ourselves we don't Mm -mm. and Mm -mm. and especially when it comes to now I have to put an extra effort, more effort than I have to put in for myself, and and that's why it's so easy to rely on someone else. It's easy to rely it's on easy a to, church leader. It's easy to rely on an elder. It's, it's yeah, go ahead.
0: It, it's easy to blame them
1: yeah. when things
0: go wrong. Because I know, I know for a fact that for a long time when I was going through the the, the example that I shared with you guys, I blamed. I was angry. You know, because I'm like, I'm like, I was so angry. And then even, you know, some of the church hurt that I, that I went through where I felt people have failed me or hurt me, whatever the case may be. I remember the one thing for some reason when people talk to me and they're like, well, what kept you consistent with God? Well, in his word, it says man will fail you, but I will not paraphrasing of course. And, um, and we are not to rely on flesh, we are to rely on Him, you know, lean on His understanding, and I, I feel like that didn't become so real until, you know, my my second my second time through when I was like, all right, Lord, we're starting this relationship anew. Like you are going to be the forefront of my life. Like you are going to be the, the beginning and the end. And it does take work. It does take communication. It does take seeking, and um, even sitting stillness with him you know for for him to trust him and and to have him guide you you know and it's it's important for that relationship to be there because it's he's the one who's gonna give he's he's the one who knows the what's best for us right right and
1: i was just thinking about how i healed from my situation um as far as depending on the, the the pastor that I was making reference to is, I had to really self-examine and treat my relationship differently by working at it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you know what? And even when I approach leadership, I I may be in my head still questioning. Okay, what is what is my intentions? am I really trying to get to know this person or am I trying to um, just seek advice and then go to God? Like, Mm -hmm. I still like, it's okay to question Mm -hmm. as long as you know that your questions are directing towards God. And because, you know, it's, maybe it's a human thing where I still want to put that prestige or put them on that pedestal. Mm -hmm. But my healing process allows me to love them as a brother first, love them as a sister Mm-hmm. First, like that's what I go into relationships now. brother, sister.
0: Mm-hmm. You have that
1: title, but you're still brother, sister. you know what I'm saying?
0: Mm-hmm. and 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 always to continue to respect them as such, of course, yeah, you know, because there there's many, many positions in the church, you know, teacher, evangelist, you know, um there's many positions in the church um that are important and needed but that does not take away and i think this the the importance of of what we're trying to say is it it doesn't take all these these people who have been placed before us to help us to to guide us is really just to help firm and build the relationship that we have with christ
1: yeah and they're working on their own salvation as well just as well as we are mm-hmm. so it's like if if we think about it in that sense like yeah they may have a higher judgment if they're leading you know us astray but at the end of the day they're still seeking god for themselves and that's what we need to remember and realize and not be that person that's showing up to class expecting an A
0: mhm so wow. yeah wow mhm
1: this is this is good. I can't wait for part 2. I can't uh, wait for part 2. We're
0: going to have a part 2. Yes. Mm. So, definitely guys, um stay posted. Thank you for joining us on our discussion and allowing us to share our hearts. But um hopefully you guys will continue to follow us in our journey and um there is a part 2 to this conversation where we will be bringing guests for we can talk about this further and really get guidance on the dependency and interdependency of the church exactly. um, so um on that note we,
1: we are gonna, out
0: yes and we're gonna say have a blessed a blessed day month week and until next time
1: until next time peace
0: peace
1: thank you for joining us on today's episode again my name is Anthony Parco
0: and I'm Amaris Aeon, aka AAA all day all day and if you want more information you can get in touch with us on our social platforms instagram at the.heart.church as well as the heart on facebook if you see
1: a blue heart with a city on it that's us
0: that's us (laughs) and you can also follow our church services services on the heart on youtube as well
1: Until next time.
0: What he said. Bye-bye. Bye.